Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer. I am one of the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about Psalm 119, stanzas 5 and 6. First with stanza 5. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant, who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed for thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Jeremiah wrote in Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walks to direct his steps. It is obvious that the psalmist recognizes and deeply appreciates that very truth. Hence, we see this wonderful prayer and plea. It has been said that the psalmist knew two things. First, that there was something he must and would learn for all his well-being depended upon it. And this something was the word of God, which he calls now by one name and now by another. But he knew a second thing, and that was he could never teach himself. God must teach him. Think about the pursuit of the knowledge of God's word. How many begin to study the scriptures, perhaps even establishing a daily Bible reading and a time to meditate upon the meaning of what has been read, only to fail to continue in their resolution? I have done that, and I believe the psalmist had probably done it too. Therefore, he wrote, I shall keep it unto the end. So many will read God's word, study its meaning, and then proceed to pick and choose those parts that they want to keep. The psalmist promised that he would keep the law of God with his whole heart. There can be no holding back. With God and with his word, it is all or nothing. Isn't it possible for us to know what God would have us to do but fail to do it from time to time? Is it not possible that by coveting the way, the things of the world, we will be turned from our devotion to God and his ways? Certainly it is. And that is why the psalmist prayed to God for help to go in his paths and for assistance in keeping his heart focused. There is so much in the world that is just not true. There is so much that is worthless and that has no lasting or redeeming value. Frankly, it is easy to become caught up in those kinds of things, and when we do, our feet wander from the path of right. 
Have you not felt as the psalmist did? Haven't you asked the Lord for help in keeping the worthless things of the world from taking over your life? Pause for a moment and ask the Lord to help you find and cling to the life and vitality that is found only in walking in the righteousness of God's precepts. Let's consider the sixth stanza of the Psalm 119. Let thy mercies come unto thee, O Lord, even thy salvation, according to thy word. So shall I have therewith to answer him that reproaches me, for I trust in thy word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in thy judgments. So shall I keep thy law continually forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek thy precepts. I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings, and will not be ashamed. And I will delight myself in thy commandments, which I have loved. My hands also will lift up unto thy commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in thy statutes. I do not know to what situation the psalmist may be specifically referring, but he is asking God to manifest his loving kindness to him in his deliverance. With God's mercy being so clearly demonstrated in his life, he would have a ready and easy answer to give to any who would rebuke him for trusting in God and in his word. With the word of truth on his lips, he will go forth seeking the true foundation and freedom that is only experienced by those who voluntarily seek, not by constraint, not by compulsion, to obey God's precepts. As opportunities present themselves, he would speak of God's word from the least to the greatest, even before the kings. By lifting up his hands, he shows the commandments of God absolute reverence and respect. The words of the psalmist reflect the attitude that is to be displayed by a child of God. We have been abundantly blessed with all spiritual blessings through the marvelous grace of God. If a man knows that God's salvation has come to him, he has that in his conscience possession which will make him despise as mere idle tales all and every reproach of the scoffer and unbeliever. They may as well deny or decry the light of the sun as to do the like for which salvation in which the soul rejoices. That is from the pulpit commentary. A child of God must never be ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, Romans 1, verse 16. At any and all times, we must look for the opportunities to tell others of the glorious truths found in God's word. As Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 3, and verse 15, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is with you, with meekness and fear. Thank you for listening.